Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Is there a new Deadpool trailer that I cannot believe how good it was? Is there a bunch of stuff shaken up at Fox? And has Black Panther become the number one domestic superhero movie of all time? Yes. Welcome to Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome. This is episode 173 of Marvel Movie News, which means we are only two away from announcing the fan art winners on the big anniversary 175, which is very exciting. Chromium covers, variants, Liefeld chests, all sorts of stuff. It's going to be insane. And we are here to tell you why you should be excited about all the news from all the studios that we are, including Fox, which we're going to figure out if they have movies coming out. (laughs) Uh, So you can subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. Find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. Find us on Popcorn Talk's website, PopcornTalkNetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN and at Popcorn Talk. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, but we prefer Twitter and Instagram. And if you tweet a link out whilst we are live on Twitter, Ant-Manthony in the booth will retweet you. Yes, everybody, tweet at me and I will retweet you. And all I can say is how Could not hear him. How, oh, my bad. How, oh, hey. I can feel... How, I'm not sure why I can oh, feel hey. sad and also happy about Deadpool at the same time. Um, well, it's weird, feelings. man. The Fox the Fox thing is very... It's cumbersome. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, uh, hearing the, the sad news about the show that we'll cover later on. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, a, lot, there's no, a lot of darkness no over at Fox. It's uh, spoilers, such maybe. happy sad, and Anthony. Such happy sad. In any case, that's at, that's at the end. Let's enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, first of all, Good sir, Ollie. Welcome, welcome to the desk. Hey yes, Ollie's this is on amazing. The desk. This is what? amazing. Like this doesn't feel real. How's the view? Uh, it, it's intimidating. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I miss my couch. Aww. I really miss my. It's couch. not far. It's not far. It's, 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 okay. it's a lot comfortable. But you're, I, you're here with us. I like being close you're to with you guys. Us. Oh, there you go. Welcome just don't, there you go. Just don't hit me. Don't hit me. <laughs> we promise. Oh, promise. <laughs> what are your plans? I know. What have you daydreamed about us? What are your goals? Well, you can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer and Gamer Girl. No, I am not. Matt Key's replacement. replacement. No one can replace no, him. No, no. Never. There's no such thing as a replacement No, he's Matt an Key. icon. It's a Matt legend. Key. He Never. lives in the astral plane on the <laughs> desk, for Christ's sake. This is Matt Key at all times. Indeed. <laughs> and Marquia, where can they find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Marquia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And, um, yeah, a whole lot of fun stuff. Uh, uh, those that are, you know, viewing us on YouTube, as you can see, we have uh, the Legend series. Uh, you've seen this previously on our Black Panther episode. Well, after our Black Panther review, and <laughs> it's a giant T'Challa. It's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to promise not to open this and play with it during the show, but I reserve the right to not keep that promise. She might just <laughs> while while Koi's talking who about knows, Deadpool. Yeah, she's who knows gonna be... what might happen? I know. Well, speaking of Black Panther, okay, just pass me. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> while while actually, you know what? While you're playing with them, I'm gonna let you announce what happened with yes. Black Panther uh, this thank week. You, thank you again, uh, Taylor uh, Taylor Hambert, I believe from 
uh, Marvel Disney for sending us this previously. Uh, <laughs> I, I managed not to play with it before, but I will now. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So, Black Panther um, has taken the world, uh, the superhero world. It is now the top grossing, uh, I believe, inflation not adjusted mm-hmm. at this point. Domestic. Uh, domestic. Domestically, it is uh, $626 million back when we checked it before. And that was hours ago. So <laughs> who knows what's happened now. But now um, it has earned more than Marvel's The Avengers, uh, which was in 2012. And it is now the highest grossing superhero movie ever domestically. And when you keep that in mind of what The Avengers had to do to get to that point... And then you have uh, Black Panther. I'm, I'm opening the package for our iTunes listeners. Because I'm, I'm going to... crinkly sounds. I'm going to play with this giant toy. Do you need help? Yeah. Okay. I, I will always I welcome you. help. Thank you. you. Uh, but yes, this, this has happened. This is a thing. And... I know that there might be some studios or movies or the whatnot that are like, oh, February, that's when we should do it. It's just like when they would think like back when with Avatar, be like, oh, December, why didn't we think about releasing movies then? It is not just that. I am not saying that February is not a great month to go ahead and release movies. Please do, because I love watching movies. And um, by February, you've recovered from December, Mm -hmm. so you can go out again. (laughs) But I am saying that... Not only is America, but the world is starved for this underserved, you know, demographic that you have. We want these superheroes. We want them. We've told you that we want them. Within 26 days, a billion dollars. So February is a great spot. I mean, the movie, we were talking before the show, like, we think that no matter what, whether they release Black Panther in July or February, within 30 days or 35 days, Black Panther would have still made a billion dollars. 45 days at the most. February was great because it just was able to Without China, it would have been a billion. Black Panther is now the highest domestic of all time, beating the Avengers. They team up film. It's incredible news. But in less incredible news, Fox. This morning, they announced over at the house of Fox Ideas uh, that Dark Phoenix and New Mutants have new release dates, neither of them sooner. Uh, Dark Phoenix is now... Dark Phoenix is now right before Captain Marvel, which could mean great things. It could mean that ties in to Captain Marvel. It could mean the scrolls. It could mean all of that is one organic thing. I'm thinking these are two movies involving scrolls now weeks apart. That is my optimistic side. My optimistic side is the reason for that is because the Fox Marvel deal is further along than we thought. That is the, the, the most positive glass, very, very half full perspective. On the other side, New Mutants already moved from next month when it was originally supposed to come out, and now it is going to August. 2019. So this movie is now a year and a half away, and it was due out in a month, within yeah. a month. So we've gone from reshooting, uh, like very typical reshoots happen, like they schedule reshoots, but we've heard rumors that they're about 50% of the, the reshoots, like uh, the movie is, is 50% new, which is never a good sign overall. Uh, I'm a little worried about New Mutants now, and I hadn't been, I've been very optimistic. I'm hoping Dark Phoenix is because um, they want to line it up with Captain Marvel, and I've also heard that the cast, since it's all A-listers, it's really hard to do reshoots when you don't have the schedule for it, because you've got to reassemble mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence Michael Fassbender like so to have their schedules all line up is a hell of a thing but those reshoots if they were the standard reshoots would have been scheduled anyway so this means their additional photography that hasn't been scheduled for concern is set in wow so they're both getting reshoots they're both getting reshoots and not within the scheduled reshoots 
Because otherwise they'd have the cast look down. You know what I mean? Like already a rocky year for Fox. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, with this, I mean, I can understand with um, reshoots uh, as we've discovered. You know, um, for some of us recently, others um, kind of realized that reshoots just add more to a movie of what you want. But then that also means that for New Mutants, 50% of the movie was something that was off base than what they mm-hmm. perhaps originally wanted to do or what they wanted to reimagine yeah. for it to do. And yeah, that does that Concern. does uh, dim my optimism mm-hmm. for New Mutants. Because that's such a huge... A year oh, and a half. That's a long that's, time. That's huge. That's when it's the like, sequel would be coming out if it was on schedule. You know, that's enough time for someone to be like, oh, hey, we're recasting also mm. along with these reshoots. Or, hey, there's all... The, maybe they're waiting for new CGI technology to be invented uh, in that time. I don't know. I, I'm very excited about uh, the MCU... In general, mm-hmm. uh, taking place in a horror genre, mm-hmm. and I still Absolutely. very much want that. Since this has been backed up so much, I would love for them to really think about other properties that could be along with that in the horror genre. If anything, to prime the pump for us for New Mutants, since that's been backed up into August of next year. As far as Dark Phoenix, though, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that what? we heard good things. We'd been hearing like the 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 screenings were going well, and mm. those are always tricky. Like you can never trust sources all the way from those screenings because, as we learned with Deadpool, that was someone trolling. So you never really know, and you're not supposed to talk about it. NDAs are non disclosure agreements. You're not mm. supposed to disclose your experience in the film. It's illegal. Uh, so any of those rumors, eh? But at the same time, it's not the best sign that they need all of the cast to come back to do stuff stuff that hadn't been allocated. So I'm a little worried. This is a big, big push, mm. uh, and it's also. Like, 2018 was supposed to be the years we got mutants back. Like, this was supposed to be the year, like, for Fox to rally back. And, like, the success of Logan, success of Deadpool. They've got three movies this year. they got the Deadpool, New Mutants, Dark Phoenix 1, 2, 3, Punch. Now they have Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hope that it's worth the push. Yeah. Because look look at what happened to Suicide Squad. Look what happened to Fantastic Four with their reshoots. I mean, wig after wig. Like, her hair looked different. I'm like, Sue, no! Yeah. So, it's just, uh, I'm so worried. Because I was so excited for New Mutants next month. And, like, I was okay with the push. And I was another push. So, I'm just a little... I'm a little anxious. I'd rather Dark Phoenix be perfect and late than rushed. But, at the same time, the timing, I'm hoping, really is Skrulls. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're going to really flesh out um, the whole scrolls thing. I mean, and then maybe it's kind of a thing where it's like, oh, hey, Captain Marvel is going to be coming out uh, at this time. So how about we put our female driven mm-hmm. movie right in front of Captain Marvel uh, along with the scrolls? Right. You know, I mean, they do feature a lot of the same timeline. supporting cast. So, you know, that might be the major reason, reason behind this as apart from anything else. Um, you know, I could kind of see that but you didn't feel like November was such a good release yeah it was it was it it, it showed strength it showed like we've got a big Christmas release like November is a strong date yeah so February worries me uh, in any situation I get that the the strength of Black Panther the strength of Deadpool gave February like this new like coveted spot but it isn't necessarily February the month it is what you are giving us and then it also happens to be in February yeah like I'm sure Death Race would come out in February like these movies that are like also like (laughs) you know you know what I mean like movies that are also like your Walmart bins like those come out in February for a reason Mm. as well so I just hope it's good. I really want these movies to be great. Dark Phoenix is the one I'm worried about because of how much it has to be. It has to be a Phoenix saga. It has to be a soft reboot. It has to be a scroll invasion. It has, it has to be so many characters involved. I mean, Fox would. I feel like they would be better served to just limit their pool and make us care about the characters again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. They're they're writing 
too long, too far on mm-hmm. coattails of characters that we have read about in comics and most haven't read about in comics. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's it's just as thin. It's like, oh, hey, here's this person I knew in high school, and they were super cool, but now it's like 20 years later or whatnot. Yeah, and it's been, like, their solo stuff's been so much better, and yeah, I love mm. some of the original X-Men movies, but like you're saying, like 2000 was a while ago. Yeah. Like the year 2000 was is legal now. Yeah. Like, it's 18 years later. And, and oh, 18 years, yeah, yeah. 18 years later. And, like, I, and wow. I love the idea of them, I mean, miraculously tying in the Marvel and X-Men universes by way of the Dark Phoenix, because they mm-hmm. could use the reality gem, and then they could recast the X-Men into the MCU by using the scrolls. All of that they would work out perfectly. Could. And a one-two punch of scroll in one movie, scroll in another movie, make them one scroll, make them the MCU scrolls in Dark Phoenix. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how likely that is. Yeah. Our dueling scrolls. I'll take dueling scrolls like dueling pianos. We can I, just, have I want to be enjoying the scroll season. I just hope the movie's good. Yeah, because there is not just one Kree, as we know by Captain Marvel. There yeah. is not just one scroll, as we know, um, with like just how they sold everything. So, yes. Give us your scrolls. Give us your creepy. <laughs> so in happier news, your a cray fox... <laughs> your creepy. Jessica Jones, too. Shout out. Moment, moment. Uh, <laughs> anyway. In good fox news, uh, Deadpool 2 has a new trailer. And it is the most plot heavy, but Ooh. we still don't know a lot about the plot. It gave us new details. It flushed out some scenes. But all we know is that Cable is the villain. And check it out with us. Yes! Ah, majestic. <laughs> <sighs> the music go pender so happy yeah and he's just enjoying this he's just life's great and then in a moment right out of the first movie in the comic books (laughs) 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 10 second f bomb doesn't waste a beat Actually, yes. Uh, for those that are listening, this is uh, the trailer that's online. Yep. So this, and it's, it's uh, um, uncensored. In- instant brown pants reference and decapitation and Deadpool and heels jumping off a stripper uncensored pole. Uncensored trailer. Stripper pole Deadpool. <laughs> and it reminds you the love story right away. It gives you the heart of Deadpool at the offset, which is brilliant. Without giving away too much. Like just, <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's all heart. Because Deadpool's heart is what makes the character work. Like, you need to care about him. Because otherwise he's just Stifler. Like, there has to be the sensitivity there. <laughs> and then like I have, said, uncensored. <laughs> iTunes people, uncensored. And then we see Cable in all of his glory. And we see, like, the villain role he's taking. He's chasing down Hunt for the Wilder People kid. Is it the villain role, though? Is it? I think We're going to talk about this. He, I think he We're starts as a villain. Totally going to talk about this. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. Kids give us a chance. 27 dresses. Um, I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed that, that movie. Love that joke. And Revenge of the Fans thinks that uh, Julian Dennison is Rusty Collins, a.k.a. Fire Fist, not Pyro. So the rumor is he is Fire Fist, which is exciting. Interesting. And then Blind Al, of course. And I love that, that Serge is Negasonic's girlfriend, apparently, and Serge oh. looks incredible. Uh, yeah, which is huge and no exciting. Clue. Yeah, Serge and, and Negasonic, which is awesome. That's amazing. Uh, the shot of him in the wheelchair. There's Serge being great. We find out He's officially Bedlam and the X-Force name drop. Bill Skarsgård in the back, <laughs> yeah. Which as, is derivative. As like or chamber, a chamber, we don't know. Oh, LL, always ready. <laughs> I love these action sequences. Yeah, John Wick is just prepped for Deadpool. <laughs> he hit him with a cinder block. Sometimes you gotta. <laughs> now, the costume is gray, but I think it's from Soot, not necessarily X-Force. I think it might lead into X-Force. You might realize the, the benefits of the costume. I will say that the action sequences that of shot. Deadpool have um, upgraded my my day fantasies of being in fights. <laughs> <laughs> the, the daydreams? Yes. Oh, God, I wish I finished college. <laughs> Dejected Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Plus, plus. 
Fuck it. They probably won't even make it through. Yeah, yeah why would they? <laughs> Stop it, too. You killed it. <laughs> <laughs> More franchise jokes for the best franchise going right now at Fox. Uh, the, obviously, X-Force is happening. Deadpool 3 is probably also happening, so I love that little beat at the end. Uh, it's really tricky to have a, a Deadpool trailer have a comedy beat at the end because the trailer's all comedy. Like, the shape of trailers is usually action, action, mm-hmm. action, title, comedy beat but in a trailer full of comedy that's mm-hmm. a great way to end it yeah. uh, there's a lot to unpack in that trailer so we've got some images for y'all yeah and uh just saying for like overall of this trailer uh it is i love that up to this point like social media for deadpool just kills it oh, they yeah. killed it before and they killed it now mm-hmm. but um up to now we've just had like oh hey here's here's everything deadpool like this is the personality of deadpool right. uh, bob ross bob remember ross you no. like him remember how much uh, you like search, him search it up search yeah. it up bob ross and then now it's like oh hey so yeah we're actually doing a movie so here's all this here's movie here's some ideas of how it's shaped Exactly. So I'm I'm very excited for us breaking this down. So we've got Cable in the completed CGI arm shot, mm-hmm. as they made fun mm-hmm. of in the finally, first movie, which finally. I love. So we get to see in all of its glory here. Uh, we theorize Cable is the bad guy only because of the shape of the trailer. I do think that by the third act they are teaming up with yeah. their homies. But I do think in the oh, beginning... I think by second. Oh, you think that early? I think by second. I think there's a miscommunication that goes on for a while. That Ooh. he's hunting the kid. By the end, they're like, you know, breaking the fourth wall. I was yeah. on a Heroes with Amy, and she thinks the end of the movie is uh, Deadpool and Cable having coffee discussing how they met, which I love. Interesting. Um, The reason why I think second act is because when you think about um, back when with like comics or back when, comics in general, whenever you have um, two uh, good people, uh, good superheroes uh, fighting each other, then it's usually only the first third of the comic where it's just like, oh no, I didn't mean to, you know, fight you, Iron Man. This is one reason of conflict. Now (laughs) that we've solved this reason of conflict, goodbye. Let's let's focus on who's really to blame. Yeah. And that's why I think that this is more Well, of what's the top fun part is that Deadpool and Cable fight often because mm. Deadpool's usually the bad guy. Because Deadpool's Deadpool Deadpool. The, Yeah, Deadpool <laughs> and Deadpool was a villain in the comics. Deadpool was mm. a bad guy, so Cable was the good guy. So it's cool that they're playing in that trope and making it the opposite because Deadpool's perspective, Cable would be the bad guy. I so, love it. That's a thing. And then we have a shot of Marina Baccarin to remind us that the reason the first movie worked is because it was a beautiful love story. The rom com like posters weren't lying to us. The movie was actually a love yeah, story. It's the closest that we have to rom com. For um uh people out there that's like, oh I feel lonely inside. <laughs> this is a really good action meets rom com. Yeah. Um to just like fuel the fire that burns within. And the love story with the montage of like them, yeah. them are, boning over a year was amazing. Messy people, they it's are fantastic. messy, but they found each other. And ring pop proposals that. are important. <laughs> uh, and then we have the, the one of the things I'm most excited for, and a nose boop to top it off is Surge and Negasonic are mm-hmm. together. Mm. And Surge is such a fun character. I thought I was confused because she is a very Psylocke imagery in mm-hmm. this trailer. Yeah, no, no, and no, she no, didn't no. have the her pink ga- hair, but she didn't yeah. have her gauntlets. So I was like, mm-hmm. who is she? Because it wasn't Psylocke, but also I think of Surge's gauntlets as kind of an iconic thing. But they play around with the iconography of the X-Men, so I think 98% that is, in fact, Surge. And she looks awesome. Yeah, something that I I definitely want us to bring to the conversation is the very fact that we have so many people that utilize electricity or electricity dampening Mm -hmm. um, in this. Like, you have Surge, you have Bedlam that goes with that. And then um, the possibility of us having um, Pete Wisdom. Um, And if y'all see, um, I forget the uh, the actor that they have. Rob Delaney? Rob Delaney, thank you. It's Rob Delaney, and I forget. He's coming up. We got a shot of him. Oh, okay, great. So, um, I, I can save that particular. Yeah, when we get to that moment. But yeah, for these uh, electricity dampening things, it's, it's yeah. When you put together an X Force kind of, of team. people, then yeah, who exactly are they fighting? And is it they just Cable, to... or is it 
to then progress past right. Cable. And who's the actual third villain, yeah. which I uh, will not reveal, but I will say to viewers of the show, you should come, <laughs> you should come back and watch this after Deadpool, this episode. Yes, and I will give please, you no other hints. Please do. Other than I've planted an Easter egg on this very episode. And I'm going to tell you oh. guys what that is once we wrap. There's an Easter egg in this episode who I think the villain is, uh, besides the Irish villain I also think is in the movie. So uh, <laughs> we are going to move on to the next shot. We've got one of my favorite comedy beats, <laughs> and I also love that it's Barack Obama and Lincoln in the back. Like the, the two presidential posters are Lincoln and Obama, and it's obviously Wade tooling around in Xavier's chair in the X Mansion. What's he doing? I can't wait to find out. Yeah, Wade is dressed in casual clothes with um what my mom would call bobos, uh, which is a, a type of shoe that is um huge sneakers and is white. <laughs> yep. Uh, and usually they don't cost a lot. He's very, but cozy. they're very comfortable. Very cozy Deadpool. <laughs> He's comfy. And and more than likely, they're Velcro. <laughs> yes, which so will be those, glorious. Those are Bobos. He wears Crocs in the first one. He's a comfy guy. Uh, yeah. And then we got the but, um, money just, shot. Just real quick with that. How did he get a hold of Professor X's wheelchair? <laughs> we'll find and out. That's, that's a very that's, good question. And is James McAvoy in it? Man kind of needs his chair. Mm-hmm, you know, that's mm-hmm. just kind of one of the things. Unless he has a um, um, multitude of chairs. And I know for this particular shot, like a... Um, uh, Ryan Reynolds talked about them flying in the chair, that there was security for the chair, that they unwrapped the chair yeah, on it's set. A moment. And it was a big deal. Yeah. So I'm thinking that in this universe that they they don't have more than one Professor X chair. So the fact that Wade Wilson is sitting in this chair so cash. Yeah, Super and two around in it with those icons in the background. I love this show. Yeah. It's love so, it. and it's like a comic frame, which I love too. There's got to be more surprises because I mean, like studio has more of a budget. They don't oh, have yeah. just two two yeah. X Men now. Well, look, we have the X Force. Like, yeah, right. we just don't have Colossus. We don't have Negasonic. We have Surge, and it's really exciting. I feel like there's a lot of surprises to come. So. Yeah, and it comes out I mean, in a month, and we still are excited. But like, mm-hmm. we still don't know so much. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and then we got one of the biggest shots of the trailer. I mean, this is the money shot everyone's talking about. It's one of the most, uh-huh. you know, gift images on the internet, and it's it's not just Wakanda forever in this moment, which <laughs> I love. I love the Wonder Woman, Deadpool, Black Panther, Wolverine <laughs> shots on I Instagram of just everyone like you know. Wakanda forever. And Rob Liefeld tweeted out and uh, Instagrammed an image of Wakanda forever of a Deadpool, and I was like, yeah, way to pay respect. Uh, so I, I love this shot, and like the joke about it being derivative to X Force also ties into Black Panther and Wonder woman which is fantastic mm-hmm. and that that's it's beautiful and then so this shot i grabbed specifically because if you look very closely he is obviously head to toe in gray but i think it's soot, obviously the fire but if you look at where the power dampening brace uh bracelet uh necklace uh separates there mm-hmm. is red underneath so i think that maybe there's a scene where he wears this outfit and he realizes oh cool and there's a joke about it looking badass and then later on he gets the gray suit or he's completely covered in ash. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying like I think this is a red suit covered in ash, but ah, I think then he makes fun of it and then gets a gray suit on purpose later. Yeah, I think that'll and, turn to why he does X Force. Ah, and definitely um, a prison type of scenario for Deadpool having this power dampening on, and then who I think is Kid Apocalypse having it on yeah, later yeah. on. I mean, it makes sense. Is that makes sense. Think Julian is. I think I think I think Kid Apocalypse. All right. I mean, yeah. it just it just makes sense with um, the power set mm-hmm. definitely, and then having Cable involved. And Kid Apocalypse and then, and then is having, in the comics right now, tying into both of them. Exactly. I, 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 think, I think it does. All right. Yeah. 
That makes sense because Surge is a newer character too. So I feel like that's what's cool about Deadpool. I love it because we're getting older characters, but at the same time we're getting newer newer characters as well for like the newer fans of comics and whatnot. So it's a nice blend, and they can see their Mm -hmm. heroes on screen and get the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, this shot, uh, Zazie Beats as Domino. I'm so excited to see more of her. But we also got Bill Skarsgård in the back as what we theorize is either Zeitgeist or maybe. Maybe Chamber? I think it's that guy's, but Ooh. if it's Chamber, I'll lose my mind. Because he has Ooh. the thing covering. So maybe he is fighting to hold his power at bay the whole movie, and then he just blows out the psionic wave, and then it's just fi- like... Interesting, and then all you see yeah. is that, that where his face doesn't exist. Where it was, I would love if he, by the third act, is Chamber. I'd lose my mind. I think it's that guy's, but I can dream. A boy can dream. Do you think there's going to be some big deaths in this film? Like, a lot of these characters I don't think all the X-Force are going to make it. Yeah. Well, there's enough of them that you can kill some off. Yeah. So there is that. Not a couple to juggle. And actually, Sorry, uh, M. Anthony, one, one shot back to there. Yeah, and, and look, deep background, Rob is in the background with a mustache behind okay. Bill Skarsgård. then let's bring so this up So now while then. we're here, do, do we, okay. peak wisdom, here Great. we are. Great, yes. Okay, so Rob Delaney, um, when you watch a trailer that you'll see that uh, Deadpool is like flipping through headshots, and mm-hmm. then one of them is Rob Delaney, and it just says at the bottom, Peter. I don't yeah. think he says Pete, but Peter. I believe that he has to be Pete Wisdom, and that is Pete Hot Knives Wisdom. Um, and, oh, there it is. There it is. Right, yeah, okay. no, no. And if you look yeah. to the right of that shot, Bedlam confirmed. Oh, uh, there you, you go. See, you see Terry for Cruz. Terry Crews. Yeah, so Bedlam's written Bedlam. down right there as well. Which also makes sense for um, Rob Delaney to be Pete Wisdom because um, Pete Wisdom, uh, he does do training for Bedlam. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, They tie together really well. They, I mean. they really do. And then also at Pete Wisdom, he is... Uh, I don't know how they're going to portray him in this, but from what I remember from him with uh, comics, he's like hard-drinking... Um, uh, what's the term for it? Acerbic. Yeah. Uh, he's witty and cutting with what he says. So get a stand-up comedian like we'll, Rob Delaney. We'll like smoke anywhere yeah. kind of person. And then also uh, in the comics, he is um, he's involved with um, Kitty Pride. Um, at the age that she is at, he's still involved with her. Um, I'm I'm of the yuck genre. Oh yeah, no, you it's, know, with and that, that's intentional. Yuck. I think the mustache also is very heavy on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that does they do then leave that, and then there's this whole thing with him battling Colossus. Colossus wins, but who really wins in a fight between someone that can throw daggers, mm-hmm. hot knives <laughs> out of their hands, and um, with Colossus, but. I think with like the R rating that X Force and Deadpool Two just is, that's a really good get. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Rob Delaney as this character, I'm really excited, and I love that we like pieced it together through three trailers, and it's still like he's deep background. Mm-hmm. One of my other favorite shots of this trailer is this is so X Men and so Deadpool. Like that jersey <laughs> is one of like the first movie had the most accurate X Men costumes to date for me, and then this is like what they'd play sports in. I love because X Men are always weirdly playing baseball. The X Men play baseball so much in the comics, so I love that he has like a hockey jersey on like an x-men hockey jersey and deadpool always just throws clothes over his suit so this image just it shows how much they captured the essence of deadpool this the shot made me so happy yeah. and the exposed belly the, the midriff art so art. drinking game every time he changes the costume oh okay. by all means <laughs> yes <laughs> by my fifth viewing i'm in let's got do that it, got yeah it. <laughs> i like it with them with baseball because it's a, a, a non-contact sport that's yeah. american and they always like add powers to it and like storm like pitches the ball with a little wind behind it and it's like, the, the cutest thing so they don't hurt each other too much while having fun but they know what they're doing Indeed. and then the x-force assembly shot we've gone over thank you sir and then the international posters <laughs> have come out, and the international posters remind us of the first movie's marketing campaign, which is pure comedy gold. I love this shot. That is a comic cover. Like, Cable Deadpool bro out. That's a beautiful thing. And then the next one is 
Wet Willy Tastic. Oh, I love the that big one. three. <laughs> so international posters. Uh, I just love the marketing of this movie. I want there to be more. I'm hoping they really ramp up because the first movie had so much insane marketing. They really like put it together. Uh, Revenge of the Fans sent us these international posters. So thank you, Mike Merchant, over there. Uh, I think that we are in for a great movie, and I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. And the the trailer for Deadpool two. Once again, we didn't really learn too much. We just mm-hmm. saw a car- we like confirmed characters without really realizing what they're doing, which is a mm-hmm. good trailer. Yeah. Uh, when it makes you want to, like, gather information, not, mm-hmm. like, lean back and, eh, I'll do And it later. makes it harder to predict as well, because everything seemed to be, like, mixed up as well, so you really don't have, like, a solid, like, uh, plot line of, like, yeah. okay, like, where's that in the movie? When is that first? Is that after? Right. Kind of yeah. like the Homecoming trailer. I forget which number it was. Remember the Homecoming trailer? It spelled everything it out. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. no. It was like the third trailer was like, this is the plot. Yeah, exactly. A, a good trailer, I think, should be like the back of a book, where you like read it and you're like, oh, I'm leaning in, tell me mm-hmm. more. Whereas a lot of trailers are like, well, I read the back of the book. Mm-hmm. I guess I've seen the movie. And you're just like, well, I'm done. So I love that this trailer was that. Something that I'm wondering is that um, for outside of comic book fans, mm-hmm. the difference it? between Cable and Strife, for instance, that'll be hard to because if they decide to you know go down that rabbit hole of having Cable you know be like oh the misconstrued you know bad person yeah. for the first part and then it's like oh hey here's Strife. Who's uh, the bad person for the rest of it? They get Terminator to it, you know? They could have the character, and they're leaning into <laughs> T2 pretty hard, where they have, like, you know, the, the T1, that. That, like, you have different... They could. So I, that's what I'm hoping they do. Now, with the negative news... And then also, I've posed uh, Black Panther <laughs> He's and can- the Dark canning pool. his way into justice? Well, it's like the Dark Pool, uh, where he was being carried by Cable. So enjoy that, uh, people that are watching on YouTube. <laughs> now, in sad news relating to Deadpool, the animated series is canceled until further notice. And that is... I almost said a word I can't say on this show, but I'm not happy about it. Uh, Donald Glover and Stephen Glover were working on a show over at FX, and FX is housing Legion. They they do a lot of really creative content. Atlanta uh, is over there, so the Glovers clearly have a good relationship with FX, but they're citing creative differences uh, as to the show not happening. Uh, due to creative differences, Stephen Glover and Marvel Television have agreed to part ways on Marvel's Deadpool animated series. FX released in a statement. FX will no longer be involved with the project. Now, to me... I'm hoping that means that they can take it somewhere else. I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just hoping that is the case. I know they were deep in production. I know that the show was it had a tone. We talked about how it was like godlike, mm-hmm. how they saw a Deadpool as like this entity that knew he was in a comic and they could play with that. What I think happened was the Deadpool movie is such a strong brand that FX might have gotten worried that their Deadpool was so different it would confuse viewers and they'd lose the audience. Because a Fox and Disney thing going through as much as it is, and the FX Fox, like, there's so many moving cogs, I'm afraid that was just a convoluted mm. taste thing. You don't think that it could have actually helped them? If I think, they didn't I think it would have, but I think suits don't necessarily agree with I comic think, fans. I think that fans would have agreed with it, and I believe that people that haven't um, had, you know, everything. To d- yeah. All things Deadpool, and I even wore my Deadpool pin today because, you know, animated series. R.I.P. So. animated series. Yeah. Um... I, I believe that they probably wouldn't have really gotten it. When you think about it, they're used to brands being on brand. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't, they're not used to brands being more than what they are. Right, right. And Deadpool is way it's more so than what it is. It, it re- Deadpool really is where, however, what point in your life that you approach Deadpool yeah. is then how you see Deadpool, which is why having this separate animated yeah. series would have been perfect would have been really he's a Rorschach you know, test you know what I really hope I think that after they get the numbers from Deadpool 2 that they'll revisit this mm-hmm. maybe 
agree more with um, the Glovers' yeah. you know, vision on this. And then maybe, you know... We'll get it on Netflix or we get yeah. it somewhere. Something. Or FX takes it back. And I, I want it to happen. It seems like they were very close. It was FX. developing for Since a while. Since FX has Legion, I want for them to have something else. I want them to be that beautifully crazy side oh, I, yeah i want fx to be the Marvel madness always that we sunny can, legion that's the Atlanta. Brand of FX. like Absolutely. fx is a little yeah. crazy which i love that's one of my favorite networks yeah didn't they originally do was that south park no i know comedy central but it was something it was some crazy always sunny is pretty crazy that's FX. yeah it was some crazy animated series that ended up on fx i don't know i'll but either chat room tell archer? me or archer uh, was archer? it archer? yeah, archer's over there is bojack and archer is the network nothing was, like south park well but archer was going to be doing deadpool the team of archer was going to be teaming with the glovers like that was a match made in heaven Wow. So we lost something very special. Okay. I'm hoping it still can exist somewhere. And everyone's rumor is the Disney streaming service, mm. of course. Oh. Uh, because Disney streaming service but will need content. I'm not wouldn't mad. Wouldn't that be... Don't they... They don't want to do like... But if they consume Fox, it'll be Disney. Okay. You know what I mean? It'll be under that big umbrella but if they eat Fox. don't you think that animated series was going to be kind of like R-rated or but not rated? But the animated series could still be R-rated on the streaming service because the streaming service is trying to be everything. Yeah, oh, okay. but it's... Disney, it will not be they won't want, unless they have like it a name, like a it, sign in. I don't know. You know, like you'll have to put Age your restriction. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to put your birth date in, and I'm sure that works everywhere yeah. on the internet. <laughs> Kids can't find stuff uh, now. In Marvel food news, Blue Apron, <gasps> they keep the lights on. And they're delicious. They we are like delicious. Both of those things. So Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And mean, like most people know what they do because they are the the number one. They're the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. And their mission to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. They achieve this by uh, using only sustainable food. And their shipping is top notch and brilliant. They use a very cool like mini fridge they send to you, and everything's bio. They're awesome. It's a really cool company. And they have a two person meal plan, a family meal plan, and a wine plan. So they have different tiers of things you can do, whether it's you and a, and a mate, you and a family, you and a friend, you and the homeless guy down the street. Whatever you want to cook for, they have different plans for you. And you can actually pick which meal comes to you. And it breaks down to actually cheaper than going out to eat. They offer 12 new recipes each week. You can pick two, three, or four recipes based on your schedule. Everything's high quality. Everything is delicious. And if you, as a Marvel fan, go to blueapron.com slash Marvel, you not only get $30 off, but you also get free shipping. So, blueapron.com slash Marvel gets you free shipping. And right now, their new stuff they are featuring are quick bucatini with broccoli and pecorino cheese, pan-fried chicken breast with sweet and tangy zucchini, Italian-style shrimp and sweet peppers over fragula sarda pasta, and parmesan-crusted steaks with mashed potatoes and broccoli, which is my favorite. So, these guys are great. Blue Apron's been awesome to us, so check them out. Blueapron.com slash Marvel for 30 bucks off and free shipping and back to Fox. Yeah, mm. I'm looking forward to another uh, subscription from them sometime. Yeah, I would, that, I would, that would that would be really nice. I am delicious. starving too. And that I would could, be nice. in Marvel food news. Uh, now back <laughs> over to Fox. In the world of things moving forward, when we're not sure if they'll exist, Doctor Doom <laughs> is said to be a mixture of genres. Uh, we know Noah Hawley, who is responsible for the magic of Legion and Fargo, and so much good content, is the man behind this Doom movie. And uh, they sat down with him over at Zerber, and he said, "Quote: As with Legion, my thought was that the superhero genre has a certain." Certain kind of movie covered, but what else can the genre do? What's interesting to me about Doom's character is he's a king of an Eastern European country, and there's a version of this movie that is more of a political thriller that mixes genres. It's something that Winter Soldier did really well, which was kind of make a Cold War thriller movie out of a superhero movie. This is different than that, but it does have this idea of I don't want to say too much about it, but it's a mixture of genres. What do you guys think? Ali? I, I am clueless. I don't I just don't know. I feel like can an anti-hero kind of film sell in this day of age? Deadpool, just, man. 
Mm-hmm. But that's Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I'm not sure what to expect from this film. Is is he okay? Is T'Challa okay? No, he's good. I okay. put the T'Challa head on him now because um, after I pulled off the Black Panther head, I realized that I could change his head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's important. Yeah. But I mean, Noah Hawley has made Legion almost an antihero. You know, and he's he's directly responsible for Legion. Like, so that character shouldn't be as likable as he is. And he's also like Fargo's a show that on paper doesn't work. So I, I you mm. know, in, with his name behind it, I think he can make Doom very interesting. And especially mm. with Doom in the comics is always like, why do I kind of like this guy? Like Doom's always like, slightly more approachable than he should be. Yeah, for me, uh, Doctor Doom is kind of like how with uh, Mr. Sinister, where it's just like, oh, this well, this is a bad guy. This is a total bad guy, but you know what? I kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah. It, it has, it resonates with me, and um, I enjoy... I enjoy the interaction that Doctor Doom has with our other characters. Absolutely. Like, for instance, with Luke Cage, where it's like, okay, okay, you have Doctor Doom go to Harlem in New York, and he has this whole thing with a uh, Black Mariah, and mm-hmm. he stiffs her, and he stiffs Luke Cage for two hundred dollars. So then Luke Cage has to go to Latveria yeah. to then get that two hundred dollars from Doctor Doom to then save him from um, a peasant uprising. Comics get weird, gang. Uh, comics, uh, comics, uh, hell of a drug. <laughs> hell of a drug. But, um, Doom but is it's that like Doom, Doom is that person where he's he's uh, multiversal. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's not a term already, I'm going to keep on using it. <laughs> Trademark, Marquis McCarty. Multiversal. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very much enjoying this. I love that Noah Hawley's on yeah, with it because yeah. Legion is just, it's it's that perfect amount of crazy mm-hmm. that you want to bring to Doom, but then also it deals with some real issues. Like it deals with, um, well, with um, Legion itself, like mental illness. And it's right. like the view of mental illness for someone who is living in that and then how that's portrayed outside for everybody uh, what else. What I love about Doom is he's like the anti-Black Panther. He's a he's a leader, but he's corrupt. And he doesn't mm-hmm. realize he's corrupt. Black Panther is a leader that walks amongst his people. Doom literally makes Doom bots to rule his people, but he thinks he's right because they're thriving-ish. So yeah. I love the idea of doing a, a geopolitical thriller that is the opposite of Black Panther in the way that your protagonist is kind of ruining the country he thinks he's helping. It's the difference between having a paladin like T'Challa and then mm-hmm. having a black guard like uh, Doctor Doom. Exactly. So I, I, they could make that really interesting for me. I'm excited. Uh, over in the world of Marvel, we have five new Infinity War posters that are all sexy. Look at it. <laughs> That's so. They're just so pretty. They pop. They're, they're delicious. They're just <laughs> scrumdiddly umptious posters, gang. Uh, so we've got a. I love that Scarlet Witch and Vision share this poster. There's an innate sadness to it. Mm. Someone's gonna die. I love that Wanda's in. A lot like, of them. takes up the most of the poster because I feel like Wanda. We don't really. We haven't got to really explore her yet. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really hoping that Infinity War. We're gonna get to see Wanda really just. Dive Destroy in. things. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, Falcon and, and War Machine getting more love too. Like mm-hmm. I, I I just I, this is one of my favorite ones of the posters. And we can get to the next one. We got the purple side. We got Gamora, Star Lord, <laughs> and One Eyed Thor rocking out. Yeah, Spoiler alert for Ragnarok from yeah, six months ago. Don't let these uh, the color of the posters fool you. Yes, they have meaning. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally made it purple. Like, ooh, we, we, Microsoft like, oh, Paint, no. we spilled. It just happened. So, I, I mean, the posters, they, they have that like old Star Wars vibe, that Steven Spielberg like hand-drawn cover vibe. They're, they're scoped oh, to them. Oh, interesting. You know, that, like, remember? For me, it's a little bit, um, um, well, superhero meets Goonies mm-hmm. for, for these. So I'm, yeah, I'm that's really enjoying these. Yeah. yeah, and then down in the corner you've got you've got the rest of the guardians. You got Groot, Rocket, uh, and I just they're so pretty. And we got another one. 
And then Ooh, this alien edgy vibes. green alien. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. And then, and then it's also like, wow, why are they the Time Stone? It's so weird it's like, how why scrolls are, are green stone? and Black Widow's green. It's such a strange green scroll, yeah, Black you, Widow. Are you That's trying so to weird. say that Black Widow is a scroll? Black Widow's a scroll. <laughs> Black Widow's a scroll. I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe like, wait, it. Black Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Black Widow. Is it uh is it it's scroll clock? <sighs> it's scroll clock. Black Widow's a scroll. Black Widow's so bright. I'm just saying. I mean I'm out I'm outnumbered, so Black <laughs> Widow's a scroll. Those are amazing, Ollie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mark they're fantastic. Yeah, those thank you, Mark. So yeah. They look so good on you. I just kinda wanna keep them on, yeah. honestly. Uh, by all means. Uh, then we got we gotta flip through these next ones. We got the red, which is, you know, Team Iron Man with Doctor Strange. You got your facial hair bros with your spider bros, and you got Wong in there, really popping. Mm-hmm. And then we got another one. I can't get over all these glasses. I know, they um, look so good. And then we've got, like, this Cap Nomad Wakandan team. You know, you've got, yes. like, White Wolf and Cap and Shuri. And yes. I just, it. this one has that, like, the future's coming feel. Yeah, and those that don't remember, White Wolf, um, in the MCU has been established as now Bucky Barnes, as opposed to um, being White Wolf from the comics, um, who was a uh, hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, is that the last one? I believe so, it is. Okay. Oh, Nebula's in that one, too. Oh, right? yeah, Nebula down corner and uh, uh, Mantis in the very bottom, but it's Ooh. hard to see on our screen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so those are those posters. Now, uh, in the world of Marvel, moving on to Captain Marvel, uh, the movie synopsis has been released for Captain Marvel, and it says, quote, the story follows Carol Danvers as she becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races, Scream Cree, uh, Skrull and Cree. Set in the 1990s, Captain Marvel is an all-new adventure from a previously unseen period in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am so excited to see pre-Iron Man Marvel. I'm so excited they can bring certain characters back. And guess who's coming back? Ronan the Accuser! <laughs> yeah! Mr. Karath, played by Diamond Hansu, And the most exciting one for me, Phil Coulson. Phil Coulson's coming back in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I love Phil Coulson. I think that, that Coulson in Avengers, like, they needed something to avenge. I'm so excited that he gets to come back in MCU continuity in a way that doesn't disrespect his death. I love that he gets to be involved with, like, a different superset of teams. I hope he's, like, intern Phil. I hope he's, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, it's just forming, and he's, like, a 20-year-old whippersnapper, like, just starting up. Because it's, like, the 90s. Think about it. Like, 2012 was Avengers. So, I like that. I like them. I like him being idealistic, yeah. and then he becomes Ronan the Accuser. No, no, I'm talking about Phil. Oh, like, Phil. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I saw Ronan, and then oh, no, I always yeah. on up for a second. And I was like, oh, Phil, Ronan the Accuser. Phil oh, Coulson yeah. starting it because it. I very much the 90s. enjoy. Yes, Coulson uh, coming with that. And I was also kind of distracted by the the chat room because they were saying like, "What is Marquia saying? Keep it PG." I'm like, "What? When was I not PG with something?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, with this, I love that we will have um, Coulson back in the MCU. Um, way back when, I did like this whole like cosplay stand-up kind of a thing where I was Nikki Fury, uh-huh. and I had all the, this was right after Avengers, and I had all these bits of like Agent Coulson like popping back up in the MCU, and I oh I was like ruthlessly heckled because <laughs> it was like he's dead. No, pick someone else, and I'm like. You y'all know, don't, y'all don't, this, you ever this read a comic? Is, this is Marvel. Yeah, you ever read, uh, you know, Winter Soldier was dead for 70 years in the comics. Yeah, at uh, this point, <laughs> I think the only person that's really dead, dead is Yondu. Uncle Ben. Everyone has theirs. Everyone has theirs. Uncle Ben oh. actually did. Gwen Stacy, also 616, uh. <laughs> gone forever. Uh, we also, in the world of Captain Marvel, have this badass training video of Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson, getting swole, son. Uh, it's on her Instagram. <laughs> she is working out hard. Oh, Superhero yes. physique. Look at that. Work Woman, it. go. I'm telling you. 
This yeah. is the Captain Carol Danvers that we need and we deserve. I mean, Air Force Captain training. Like, look at that back. She's go, swole. Go, go, go. Do you remember yes. like, Jessica Beale in Blade Trinity where she was just, like, sculpted from clay? Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for... I just... I think that it's really cool to see women and men working out for these roles because, like, mm-hmm. we, we've seen these heroes come to life in 3D and just... That, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, just I just love... following Brie... Sorry to cut no, you No, 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 please. Just following Brie because I'm in, such a Brie Larson fan. You see her post on Twitter and Instagram about being Carol Danvers and she's so excited. You can tell mm. that she is totally... Yeah behind this role 100%, and seeing that, I'm just so ready for 2019. Yeah. Yeah. We've got an impressive timeline for her, of her mm-hmm. being, like, totally invested in being Captain Marvel. And, and seeing I her love... walk through that, that photo, like, the big, with the class photo, the 10-year anniversary, she was, like, yeah. the freshman in class, like, uh, hey, guys! Like, she was, like, the new excitable, like, and I love that. Uh, and I love that you tapped specifically Blade Trinity because then that gave us um, Ryan Reynolds as the most Deadpool. <laughs> that's how <laughs> he. Do you he know that's Deadpool? how we got Deadpool yes, comics? Yes, I do know. I love that so much. Someone's exactly. like, "You're playing this just like Deadpool." And he's like, "What's Deadpool?" And someone handed him a comic, and the world changed forever. <laughs> uh, so we also in the world of Scrolls, this recently came to light. There is in Guardians of the Galaxy an Easter egg that no one was really talking about. The Stan Lee cameo in the first Guardians. That right there says Excelsior in the Skrull language. Oh my. That is the language best. of Skrulls, and that says Excelsior. So we've already had Skrulls mentioned in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe, which is amazing. That James yeah. Gunn, long game, four years ago, planting seeds. And this just in, that was the $100,000 Easter egg that nobody it's found. It's not that one. <laughs> I know he it's came not. out, James Gunn was like, no, this just one of them. I'm that in depth. That's insane. He's like, no, there's still more. Uh, so, I mean, guys, there was a scroll language Easter egg four years ago, and we're just finding it. That is crazy. That man I is need to man. watch Guardians again, first one. Oh, but, always. Yeah. It's such like, a good rewatch. I'm doing Guardians 1, 2, and Ragnarok right before Infinity War. Those are my last three on the, on the watch along in my journey. Because I feel like oh. the space cosmic and then Ragnarok goes right into Infinity War, so that's my move. Yeah. I'm saving up. Um, mentally to then do <laughs> Thor Dark World again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm not saying that Stanley is a Skrull because he's obviously a Watu the Watcher, but maybe she mm. is a Skrull saying Excelsior to him. Uh, right, right, who knows? Mm. Now, or maybe it is um, a Rocket the entire time because isn't Rocket the oh, one that's the one actually that viewing? Yeah. And then he's reading it and uh, yeah. So, so there we go. Someone's going to be uh, This just in. It's rocket. <laughs> so, it's rocket. Everyone's a scroll and everyone <laughs> dies. Marquis McCarty confirms. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, our final story for the day. The showrunner wants, you ready for this? A Runaways crossover. Yes. And we are yes. here for it. That would be amazing if TV crossovers this built up and up. While speaking at the show's panel during WonderCon in Anaheim, which was amazing, uh, showrunner Joe Pekoski said they wanted to take advantage of the shared universe, saying, quote, I hope so. I mean, it was really important for the first season to really establish Tandy and Tyrone, even as people before they become superheroes. But I'm a big fan of what Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage did in Runaways, and we're always talking about when do we get to do our crossover. There's probably 400 lawyers in the way, but I'm excited to, however, have a cloak and dagger play in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Us two. Yes. That needs to happen. Yeah, because they have that. Yeah, they have and that. Both uh, first and second volume of Runaways. Yeah, they appeared. They're similar age. They're similar flavor mm-hmm. shows. They're similar type characters. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of like these are kids on the run and the Runaways. It kind of mm-hmm. works, guys. It really. And does. the Runaways uh, when we had them on our show when we had when Angel and Ryan came on the show they said that they got to meet some of the Cloak and Dagger gang at a, at a press junket and said they were lovely. So we've already had it in real life. Mm-hmm. We've already had the crossover. <laughs> so I would love for this to happen. I think Cloak and Dagger looks incredible. Runaways is one of my favorite Marvel properties on TV. I was really impressed. 
impressed with Runaways throughout. So if those two worlds can combine and we can get like a young adult defenders. That'd be awesome. That would be Interesting. Uh, something with uh, this in particular, with like uh, the Runaways comics, where they do the crossover, like they have with Molly's interaction um, with oh. uh, Tyrone. Yes, thank yes. you. Where she, where he's like, oh, I can't take off my cloak, and she rips it <gasps> off of yeah. his skin. Yeah. Yeah. So oh There's so much. many moments that just, be amazing. Oh. He's like, what? <laughs> That was such a good part in that. Oh my yeah. god! Or you have like runaways like traveling through the dimension, like mm-hmm. within his cloak yeah. to then get to New York, and they you know have pizza with Spider Man. I believe that's in there. Yeah, like yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth it. And it's it's really, a this crossover run. will be. Yeah, and Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone was the one who uh, kind of hinted who the mole was as well. So I think mm. that was a really important. It's a cool way part. to like escalate because you need yeah. escalation on the show. So it's a bit of season two that'd be incredible. Uh, so. Could. Before we go to our Merry Marvelites very quickly, uh, we the one of the reasons uh, Ollie is up on the desk today. Oh no! Is oh yes. This a sad reason? Uh, this is Ollie's last show. You can show put your glasses back over here for, for the tears. So yeah, yeah. I'm okay, guys. I'm just being shady. So we wanted okay. Ollie to get some desk time. We wanted yes. Ollie to be rep it with us today because yes. Ollie's it's... going to the. Uh, the big marvel in the sky. <laughs> what? Don't say it that way. It's no, just we're gonna his, have you know, Ollie, we Yeah, we'll we'll have Ollie guess whenever we can, but Ollie is um going on to to other excellent, yes. you know, career ventures and we're very happy and proud and we we love that you're like going out there and you're spreading your dream boatness. Thank you so very much. Very important to spread it's, the dream yeah, boatness. It's yes. been an honor to be with you guys this past year. And anytime you can guess, man. Anytime yeah, you want, if there's definitely. something you're excited about, there's news yes. you loved a movie, just mm-hmm. let us know. Runaways, like that is uh, when this I'm, crossover I'm ready, happens. I'm ready for Cloak and Dagger too on Freeform, but it's been a pleasure being with you guys and learning from you this past year. And I know why this show is so important to fans and Mackie as well. Because you guys are just so very inspirational and you know your stuff. And it's just been a pleasure watching you guys week after week and learning from you guys. You've been amazing. We're going to miss you dearly. And yeah, I just have like a quick question for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, Something that that I've kind of been battling this past few weeks is kind of like this issue of why do I love Marvel so much? Why do I love comics? Why do I like video games? And I think we can often, us nerds, can get criticized about us being escapists and it's not like a good form of you know media so Mm -hmm. why because i know it's important to me i know that this is important to so many people around the world why is it important to you guys i just need your help with this because sometimes i'm at a loss for words yeah i can definitely answer that right away um i was a military kid so um for for me i spent most of my childhood in europe and in other countries but you live on base um, with other American kids, you have the exchange, you have commissary, if you're lucky, you have movie theater, or maybe a YMCA-esque kind of uh, a place, but basically you have the barracks, you have the exchange, yeah. you have a commissary. And then if um, you travel off base, you have to keep in mind that you're younger, so you, yeah. like, you would just travel with your parents. So for me, um, I had video games, <laughs> wrestling, yes. and then I had Marvel, and I also had DC. Because um, the exchange wouldn't... And I had Archie. Uh, Let me say. And I had Archie. Archie was actually my very first comic book ever. Um, And I have a large collection of Archie thanks to that. Um, But what you would have to keep in mind... I mean, and this is... I've realized since it's so different than how other people have grown up. But for me, it was normal. You would, like... 
eat everything that you could that was like, and I mean, eating that, you know, consume, consume, you would consume everything that you could that was comics or video games. Uh, Mm -hmm. Wrestling actually wasn't that big of a thing for other people. And I was like, what? This is amazing. That was when wrestling. It was amazing. Lita Tristratus. Undertaker. Yeah. So you would take all of that and then anywhere from six months to at the most three years, you would be moving again. Mm-hmm. Whole whole new, you know, Start fan fresh. base. <laughs> no, whole new friends, whole new school, whole new everything. Mm-hmm. And that would happen repeatedly. Like, um, I can't list on both hands how many places that I lived as a kid. And um, so when you get to the new place, you would be like, hey, um, I know about this, this, and this with, um, you know, DC or Marvel. Or, hey, I've got these video games. And then depending on how long, you know, those kids were there, um, they would have either a different set or, like, you know, progress further because they were in some place that got a better stockpile, you know, coming from America or whatnot. Then you would have this, like, collaborative effort of nerddom with these other kids. It's like you had to take America with you and America kind of only really existed when you could discuss it in nerd terms mm-hmm. with other people. So for me, Marvel, DC, video games, Nintendo was mm-hmm. my was my beginning and wrestling have been my life. I don't know it any other way. So um, it's good that it's mainstream mm-hmm. for things now. Otherwise, I would be the biggest freak in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the fandom is definitely like mainstream, like you said, and it's kind of cool to be a nerd these days. Oh, it's the, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, WonderCon was like so inspiring to be mm-hmm. amongst like everyone that likes the same thing, and to have it be such a place of positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's it's because it was like a morality compass. Like for me, it was about like discovering right and wrong through these characters yeah. that were so uh, like they knew their north, their true north. And for me, like I love comedy. And and I love being entertained. So Spider-Man and like his sense of humor was inspiring to me to like branch out and like to, to accept that, you know, this thing that you're using as a defense mechanism is good. And that's kind of why I've evolved from Spider-Man to Deadpool was because those are two characters that use comedy in different ways. Like Spider-Man uses it defensively and Deadpool uses it as a coping mechanism in a way that he's protecting himself and others. Mm -hmm. Like, like I was talking about how like Deadpool wears a mask, not for his secret identity, but to keep you from throwing up. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea of like these two characters that use similar sensibilities for different reasons. So when I was a kid, it was, like oh these characters are dressed in red and black and they're a lot alike but they're so different so for me it was a way to expand my mind into what different people could be like it was about acceptance and versatility and universality and like all of these things all with a moral compass so when i started reading comics it made me feel like the world was a better place by way of like oh look at these people that are fighting but they're always like landing on their feet they're always going to find the way out they're always going to do the right thing even mm-hmm. under duress so it was like uh what i think a lot of people get out of the bible i get out of spider-man like what a lot of people get out of religion i get out of marvel and dc what a lot of people get out of going to church i get out of going to WonderCon. like what i think that religion does for people to give them a moral compass i get out of going to marvel movies so I think it's a really like inclusive thing that makes people feel warm and cozy. Mm-hmm. So my dad was a big into comics that passed on to me and I've just, and I love collecting. So mm-hmm. it's, it's 5,000 reasons, but for me, it's about being a good person, being an entertaining person and being entertained and sharing all of that with others. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. No, <laughs> yeah. that was, those were two very like wonderful explanations. And yeah. Very yeah, different, like very different. traveling, being yeah. home. Like they're very, you know, like finding home no matter where you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was- yeah, yeah. It's, I, 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 I love both of our answers. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you want to quickly do Marvelites? We have yes. three minutes. Uh, Marshall Nesbitt at Marshall underscore Nesbitt. Morgana at Morgana 03 uh, 
Tino's Waldo at uh, Mendoza at Marte underscore Brutal. Daniel Drew at Jenny Times Hand. Ty Den at Ty Den 19. Um, Cade Mon at I'm Cade Mon. Morgana at Morgana. Wait, we just said that one. Um, Low Rosario <laughs> at Low Rosario. Bark at Birds underscore. What are they? The best. Um, Jose Estrada at Jose T-I-C-C. Blackbeard at JoeBS3000. And Charles Lee at GoofyFan underscore Chuck. Um, and this is from Dustin um, Cataline6. Oh, no. Cataline. Six days ago. Um, hey, <laughs> hi. Can I get a birthday shout out? I missed a live show last week due to work. I just turned 23 and I'm working Ooh. to become a firefighter. Ooh, awesome. Wakanda forever and much love from Dustin. Dustin, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Real life superhero. I know, yes, right? firefighters. Oh, my God. Such... I've known a couple of people that were firefighters. I'm like, oh, well, you just know. selfless. <laughs> oh, You're going into thank fires. you. Thank you for what you do. Yeah. Thank so, you so much. Happy birthday, hero in real life. Yes. And then um, also from uh, Zaz B. Lou. Great show. Koi, Amy, Tony, Marquia, and Alan. Wish we had the complete Black Order. Uh, <laughs> maybe we get all of them in the sequel to Infinity War. The first movie supposedly won't include uh, Yabit Teru, a.k.a. Black Swan, and Supergiant. Yeah, no, Supergiant. Um, <laughs> by the way, The Rock would be great as Namor or Wonder Man. <laughs> If they have Wonder Man. <laughs> Just they, like this super they, on the nose, like eyebrow raising Wonder Man. If they have him, then He'd be yeah, perfect. The rock. He would be perfect. I would love that. Wow. Great idea, Zayas. That's fantastic. That is an, Okay, so met the incredible Koi today. It pretty much makes us best friends now. I'm sure I'll be getting a guest invite to Marvel Movie News on the Popcorn <laughs> Talk any minute now. Um, and that is uh, this image that we have on screen right now. Dude, WonderCom is amazing. Like, I've met some of the coolest people and so many Marvelites and so many like like just yeah everyone was so good and like I don't know I just it was, it was magical one of the yeah. couples for our iTunes people is Koi um, with a Wario cosplayer he was Wario and the guy nice. from uh the, the with the bat and Walking Dead. He was oh. he was a oh my god he was yeah. Wari- he, he was, was Wario, Negan, Negan Warrior yeah Wario. it was it, it was impressive. Wario. Ne- that's war- amazing. War wargin. <laughs> <laughs> um, from uh, at NPA Music. Uh, Matt Keese, are you going to be with the Marvel News crew for the Avengers Affinity War spoiler review when it gets released? It's honestly a must. We are working We're scheming. We got with some Matt Keese's schedule, and here's oh, a picture of us. <laughs> a picture of us at WonderCon. I love it. Oh. It was a Marvel Movie News reunion, and it's all three of us. It was so a moment. So nice we found him in the wild. Yeah, if anybody really? Yeah, we just randomly. Uh, well, we, now we, we knew him later. <laughs> we met him. We'd find him later, but then like it was yeah, it was a good moment. Yeah, oh. and if anybody's uh, wondering about my uh, facial markings, um, yes, I was Valkyrie. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you I go was to Wakanda. Closet, closet Valkyrie. <laughs> WonderCon was Wakanda this yeah, year. Yeah, the so. only thing the only thing I regret about the outfit is I wasn't able to throw anything at a Loki. Mm. <laughs> I just I didn't. I, it wasn't the right circumstance ever for it. But I yeah. want Valkyrie and Wakanda now that I've said that joke. I want to see her with that squad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this has been a, a lovely show. We had so much news to get through. Yes. WonderCom is incredible. We're going to figure out Matt Key's schedule. Where can they find you on the internet before we wrap? You can find me on um, Instagram and also Twitter at Markeia McCarty. This is M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. I'm be doing Collider Heroes with um, Koi, and we'll see who else yeah. um, <laughs> you know ends up doing that. That'll be Wednesdays on Collider, and um, Monday nights I'm doing a horror uh, tragic horror Ooh. RPG, Ten Candles. If you are at all familiar with it, and I. 
heartily recommend it. I'm so excited about this show. Um, it's Mondays on Hyper RPG, uh, 6 p.m. PST, twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG. Um, it is volume two, The Town. I am an FBI agent and I am a Molder type. That sounds so cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm Oliver Jen. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And if you like cosplay like me, follow my Instagram at Ollie Cosplays. You guys are amazing. I'm going to miss you guys. I miss you, man. This is not goodbye. You. And I love all the fans. You guys are amazing. Keep supporting the show. You guys are amazing. And I, I love I love it here. And I'm sad to get... We're going to have we're gonna have them back. Uh, I, I've been Koi <laughs> They're Jandro. just going to kidnap We're going to get off the street <laughs> throw them in a van. Uh, I've been at Koi Jandro at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U on Twitter and Instagram. I am here. I am Wednesday on Collider Heroes. You should specifically watch April 11th for a reason. Uh, just and watch also, it. April 11th. Just two more watch weeks it. of the fan contest with our fan art for Marvel yes. News. So two more weeks of that. Send it to us on Instagram or Twitter. We'll be able to get to it. And... We have some cool stuff coming up in April and May. Uh, you guys are fantastic. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Fan contest. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.